Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. The enemy wants to keep us from God. The only two things he can do is deceive and distract. If we're in the Word, then we know the truth, but it's easier to distract us. What in your life is distracting you from God? In today's message, Pastor J.D. will be sharing about the things in this world that can be distracting. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on April 16, 2023. They can live forever for all of eternity, but not by way of eternal life through Jesus Christ but the Antichrist. And let me just maybe expound on that for just a moment, because I'm looking at how you're looking at me. And I know that it's uh, that same look. I'm not calling you a dog, but we have a dog. And when the dog doesn't understand, it kind of does. I'm not calling you a dog. I'm just explaining about our dog. I shouldn't have even done that. Let me expound on this just briefly, okay? So This is Yuval Harari. We've quoted him many times over the last couple, three years. He said things like this, it's not the God in the clouds, it's our God in our cloud. The cloud, IBM, Apple, iCloud. No, for real. Check me on this. You do your own research. You'll find just, I mean, breathtaking (laughs) quotes from this transhumanist, who by the way is Klaus Schwab's protege, his right-hand man. And he's saying things like that, we're going to hack humans. We will no longer be human. So here's the distraction slash deception. There's another way to have eternal life. This is the way. No, that is not the way. That's the lie and it will give way this way to those receiving the mark of the beast. Please know there's even more. However, I had to abbreviate this in the interest of time so we could get to the reason why. Okay, so that's what we're distracted by. Why? The reason why in a sentence is that these distractions and the many others with them are distracting people's attention away from the one and only Savior of the world, Jesus the Christ. Bottom line. Like Martha, who was distracted from Jesus in her house, 
people are distracted from Jesus, who is preparing us a place in his Father's house. This is the well-known verse where Jesus promises that he, as our bridegroom, will rapture his bride and take us to the place that he's prepared for us. And it's important to understand that the disciples would have known that Jesus was speaking as a bridegroom to his betrothed bride according to their wedding customs. This is John 14 verses 1 through 4. And by the way, this is the answer that you can give to everyone who asks, not militantly like me, graciously, when they, they ask, or <laughs> it's not so much a, a question, it's a, it's a challenge. They'll say, well, the rapture isn't in the Bible. Jesus never talked about the rapture. Oh yes, He did. Right here, right here, John 14, verses 1 through 4. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. Take you, receive you to myself that where I am, where are you in my Father's house? There you may be also, and where I go you know, and the way you know. Well, how do you get the rapture out of that? Uh, So glad you asked. The bridal customs in that day were such that at the betrothal, the bridegroom would propose to his bride, They would seal it with the cup and bread, and the bridegroom would then leave and go build a room addition on his father's house. This room addition was to be a bridal chamber whereby they would celebrate and consummate their marriage. So he says, will you marry me? She says, I do. They partake of the bread and the cup communion. And then the bridegroom leaves. Well, when's the wedding date? No man knows. It's kind of difficult when it comes to wedding invitations. Date? Don't know. Date? Don't know. Hour? No? Don't know. Be ready. Be ready. So he goes to his father's house. He builds this, I like the word mansions. You'll forgive me, especially whenever I walk to Kailua Beach, which isn't very often anymore, because I don't get out much. And I walk by those mansions on, on the beach. And just for a moment, I'm confessing this. I do covet. I'm like, whoa, whoa, this is nice. Makes my little house seem like a outhouse. And Wow. And then again, the Lord just, as He's so faithful to just, I know that, I know that knock, it's Him. He's like, oh, what now? What are you doing, Chase? I was just kind of coveting a little bit. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Because, did you see how nice this thing is? 
I mean, they got like guests, not just a guest house, guest houses. Houses. Not just a pool, pools. The beach is right here, pools. Anyway, I, I don't want to take it too far, but I'm, I'm like, Lord. And the Lord's like, he does, he does that. That's how we talk. <laughs> JD, <psh>, really? <laughs> if you only knew what I'm preparing for you, you would look at that and go, <laughs> that's how we talk again. That's nothing. Okay. I'm done digressing. Back to the rapture picture here. So then the time would come and the father would say, go get your bride. And the best man, as it were, would sound the trumpet. And the bridegroom would come as a thief in the night and abduct his bride and take her up, lift her up. Literally they would take and they would lift the bride up off the earth and carry her away to that place that the bridegroom prepared for her. Is that chicken skin or what? It's the rapture, man. And then they get there, celebration, consummation, while the world goes through a seven-year tribulation. Because see, in the Jewish customs, and I didn't intend to take it this far, but too late, I already did. The consummation is for seven. Seven. Seven, the number of completion. When it's completed, the bride and the bridegroom emerge from the bridal chamber. And this should encourage all you guys out there, and I guess women as well, the wedding feast of the Lamb. That means food. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Eh? All right, let's get back to the update already in progress. Now, the question becomes one of how all of this ties together and points to this being the end and the rapture being at hand. Answer? All of these distractions and the many others with them succeed in getting everyone to focus on them and talk about them. Right? What's everybody talking about right now? Everything I've just listed. What are people not talking about? No one's talking about the world being on the cusp of its prophesied end, swiftly careening into exactly what Bible prophecy tells us will happen. Why are they not talking about it? Because they're too busy talking about all this stuff. One need look no further than to the numerous and voluminous red flags that pop up seemingly on an hourly basis. Not even daily anymore, it's almost hourly. At least in my world it is. And the common denominator with all these red flags is that they comport one with the other and spell out the plan to be carried out. By that I mean it's pre-planned exactly as God's Word prophesies, 
which explains how they forknew this, being that they pre-planned this. Listen to this quote from the author of Brave New World, Aldous Huxley, quote, There will be in the next generation or so a pharmacological method of making people love their servitude and producing dictatorship without tears, so to speak, producing a kind of painless concentration camp for entire societies. Think 15-minute cities. So the people will in fact have their liberties taken away from them. You will own nothing and be happy. But will rather enjoy it. I'm, I'm happy. Why? Still quoting, because they will be distracted distracted from any desire to rebel by propaganda or brainwashing or brainwashing, listen very carefully, brainwashing enhanced by pharmacological methods. And this seems to be the final revolution. Whoa, how did he know? Come on, you already know the answer to, how did he know? For those wondering how someone like this could possibly know something about this decades before this, it's because they're part of this. Let me explain. Because Satan has but a short time knowing the prophetic endgame, he must possess his agents to do his bidding. And this is why he commenced with the carrying out of his evil plan decades ago, knowing that the end of time was fast approaching. Would to God that Christians would know that they have but a short time. Fast forward to the present and the following posts, which prove beyond any reasonable doubt that said end game is not near, said end game is here. Consider this report from the Jerusalem Post out of Israel, just this last Thursday, April 13th, titled, New COVID variant XBB116 under WHO observation as cases spike. Oh no, deja vu all over again. <laughs> so this speaks to what I mentioned prior concerning whether the current security and political crisis in Israel is something to be distracted from or something to be distracted by. The answer to this is that articles like this seem to indicate that it's basically both. It's important to note that Israel is the epicenter in virtually every prophetic arena, especially given the fact that Netanyahu made a deal with the devil when he sold the Jews' DNA to Pfizer. Speaking of Israel and Pfizer, this last week an online member emailed us this patent 
that was granted several months ago titled Methods and Systems of Prioritizing Treatments, Vaccination, Testing, and or Activities While Protecting the Privacy of Individuals. Yeah, right. Here's a brief quote from the abstract. The system comprises a plurality of electronic devices comprising instructions to generate an ID and when in proximity of another such electronic device, one or both electronic devices transmit, receive the ID to from the other electronic device, then, listen, a score, score is generated based on a plurality of such received IDs. Now listen very carefully to this quote under the heading of description of specific embodiments of the invention. Quote, vaccination optionally (laughs) verified using the software to identify the person being vaccinated. In other words, this patent will use current technology to track, trace, and score individuals who are verified as having complied with vaccination verification. Did you get that? We've talked about that, and it gets worse. This digital ID score that's been generated and created for each individual will comprise, to use their word, of no less than two scores a carbon credit score, CCS, and a social credit score, SCS. Then, this scoring will be part of a digital payment system according to this press release on March 15th from the Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve System. The Federal Reserve is neither federal nor is it a reserve. The press release is about what's known as FedNow, FedNow, which the Federal Reserve is now formally announcing the launch date of July 1st, approximately 10 weeks from today. Now, what's interesting about this is how cryptic, pun intended, it is. By cryptic, I mean the wording is crafted in such a way that one would be hard-pressed to make the connection of this FedNow digital payment system with CBDCs. Stay with me. So much so that I did a word search, and it revealed the conspicuous absence of words such as digital, blockchain, or even CBDC. Even more interesting are these quotes from Kent Montgomery, the FedNow program executive. Quote, we couldn't be more excited about the forthcoming FedNow launch, which will enable every participating financial institution from the smallest to the greatest, hang on to that, to offer a modern instant payment solution. With the launch drawing near, we urge financial institutions and their industry partners to move full steam ahead with preparations to join the FedNow service. Does this sound eerily similar to the well-known prophecy in Revelation 13, 16, and 17? Can I just quickly read 
just those two verses. He also forced everyone small and great. Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. Rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on his right hand or on his forehead so that no one could buy or sell unless he had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the number of his name. One more thing on this, and it's a report that I didn't have time to vet about the IMF, International Monetary Fund, moving (laughs) full steam ahead by having just unveiled a new global currency called a universal monetary unit. One of these unvetted reports had the headline of IMF is creating a CBDC handbook for central bank government rollouts. I need to say this, and maybe this is for someone, more than one here or watching online, who is a little concerned and understandably so about, well, wait a minute, are you saying that July 1st my cash is going to be worthless? I'm not saying that. Is that possible? It certainly is. Is it probable? We'll find out, or not. You didn't get that. That's all right. I try so hard sometimes. (laughs) Here's what I want to say. And you're you're looking at a guy who was a, a student of one Larry Burkett, the founder of Christian Financial Concepts, who's with the Lord now. God used him mightily in my life in this arena, the arena of the financial. And some of the things that I'm learning and have learned and am still learning is that I'm the steward of everything, but God is the owner of everything. It's His money. Why is that important? Because if I'm honoring the Lord with my wealth and the first fruits of my income, I have promises in place. Uh, One of those promises is, as a child of God, I will never be begging bread. If this is an issue for you, and I get it if it is, I really want to encourage you to spend some time in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 6, where Jesus really provides the cure for worry and anxiety when it comes to worldly wealth. You lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust cannot destroy. You don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow's sufficient are the worries therein. In other words, don't borrow tomorrow today and worry about it. Tomorrow will be there when you get there. Some of you are looking at me like, I wish you didn't say that part. I was good with the first part of that. No, uh, here's, I, I love this. I heard someone say, just bear with me, I'm almost done, believe it or not. Today is the tomorrow you worried about yesterday. I'll give you a moment on that. Think about that. Here we're worried about what might happen tomorrow, and the Lord's saying, don't worry about it. I'll take care of you. Yeah, but I might wake up in the morning and find out that my balance is zero. It's been indexed and converted to this digital currency. And now, I mean, I started off having nothing. Now I really have nothing. And I'm not too happy about having nothing either. So what am I going to do? Oh, Wow, you might have to trust me. We're so glad you joined us for this prophecy update on In Spirit and Truth. 
Do the things you hear about on this program cause you to feel unsettled? Perhaps there are too many things coming into play that make you stop and wonder if you're truly living in the end times. If that's the case, we hope that through these updates, you are reminded of God's faithfulness through His Word and that His promises will be fulfilled. This can be a benefit to you. Being around other believers can give you support regarding these things that are happening around you. If you're in the area and haven't found a church home yet, we invite you to come visit us and get to know the heart behind this ministry. You can join us for a time of worship at Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays at 8.30 or 10.45 a.m. and Thursdays at 7 p.m. for Bible study with Pastor J.D. If you'd like more information on joining us or for additional resources, go to jdfarag.org and scroll to the bottom of the page. That's J-D-F-A-R-A-G dot O-R-G. There, you'll find a Calvary link that will take you to the church's website. While you're at our website, be sure to check out additional teachings from Pastor J.D. Another interesting point of reference is a tab that says ABCs. This is useful for anyone seeking and wanting to find out more about Jesus and His love for you as an individual. That's all available at our website. Again, that's jdfarag.org. Our time with you is up for today, but thanks for tuning in to spend this time with us. Join Pastor JD for another edition of In Spirit and Truth.